Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi. The Muscle Daddy. Oh, hey, baby. There you go. Uh, of course, we have Jared here, our draw ext- master extraordinaire. I don't know. I, I prefer just draw slave or just Ooh. art slave. Can we drop like, it? Can, drop we, it. can drop I get it, weird with that? Can we get a little no. input? Did no. you draw? No. I did notice earlier you were listening to some very relaxing music while you were drawing, and I quite enjoyed it. Oh, good. Thank you. I was very much reminded of our mutual friend and or, well, not friend, but, you know, John DeLiberto. Oh, yes. John DeLiberto. Yes, that was fascinating. And Oral is on his way from a comic shop, working his way through the traffic in Orlando. But until he gets here and even after, we have a very special guest tonight, my friend Brant. Hey, how you doing? And a very recent listener to our show, and who happened just to show up, as people do on Sesame Street, and as Brant has done over the course of the... you know how long I've known you? Uh, I just figured this out the other day. It was like at least 12... 13? It's been forever. Yeah, last century. It, it, uh, yeah, at least like six administrations have come and gone. So, um, presidential. Wow. So, yeah, we're old. Um, we have a very interesting show tonight. It's not jam-packed, but it's slightly overweight, let's say, full of various and sundry topics, including the very recently completed uh, Megacon kickoff party. And as you're listening to this, this the very recently completed Megacon convention itself. Uh, which, right. unfortunately, when we're recording, has not happened yet. But uh, <laughs> if we are successful this weekend, may produce results that we will knit uh, ever so gently onto the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, but we also have some movie news, some movie reviews, including the great and powerful Oz, which is I'm sure many of you uh, are very excited about the sequel or I'm sorry, prequel. prequel. To Wizard of Oz. We have some TV stuff. Of course, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, which is heating up and getting very exciting. Some music reviews, which doesn't happen very often, but today we have a couple we're really excited about. Well, at least I am. And then we have gay news and, of course, the thing you tune in for every uh, month or so. The new Pope? The new Pope! <laughs> Habemas popum, popum, whatever the pop, I don't know, Sorry. poppers, I can't, Poppy. I don't know. Poppy, yes. It's Jonathan Price. Oh, yes, he is. So, no, we got some comic stuff at the end, of course, as always. So, let us get right into this. 
I did not see uh, Great and Powerful, Great and Mighty. What is it? Great and Powerful? Great and Powerful Oz. Oz. I did. I'm interested in it. Um, unfortunately, I'm a little bitter because it was made and Wicked was not as a movie. Um, but I'm very interested to see how successful it was, uh, at least in cor- according to our one uh, The one person here. that saw it. The other one that per- saw it is not here. Yes, so. the question is out um, questing in the wilds of uh, the world right now. So he'll be back with us, I'm sure, very soon. Questing? Right. <laughs> we call it grinding or being on grinder questing. Because really, grinding in the wild. You, you get achievements. That's one of the things they're rolling out soon is the little <laughs> achievement model. You know, and you get your little... Power bottom check, you know. <laughs> I think the more the more people you meet, you get levels. It's actually a great idea. Someone really ought to do this. This is fantastic. Um, but anyway, uh, how was the movie? I thought it was a great. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't Academy Award winning, but it was it was visually stunning. I mean, it was so beautiful to be thrown in that fantasy world. And I love movies. Unlike some people here, I do like the three D. But the real 3D that so you, you saw, part, in 3D. I saw, of course, I okay. always see my like those kind of movies in 3D. I just love that feeling, and it was just beautifully done. I mean, it's kind of predictable, of course, who's going to be who, who's the wicked, who's. I not. thought it wasn't because isn't there like three sisters, and you no. kind of know who? Gl- uh, no, no, there are there's four, Glinda, uh huh, and then there's two sisters. Oh, they're not all related. Gotcha. Right, oh, okay. and I mean, and you see instantly how this is all going to tie into the wicked of uh, the Wizard of Oz and stuff uh-huh. like. But I thought it was a lot of fun, and I did think it was beautiful. And I mean, the only change they did to the Wicked Witch of the West is now she has a Power Girl top. Now she's just showing big boobs. Well, that's hot. Big, big boobs. But I mean, she's wicked, and she still—you could still see kind of beauty within her. And then her boobs, big ass boobs. I was like, okay, really? <laughs> so, is uh, and what's her name? It's not—it's not Elphaba, of course. No, it's oh, what the hell was her name? I uh, forgot her name. So is she even moderately redeemable or is she just pure evil? She is – well, she doesn't start off pure evil. She – it's basically um, – in front of the question, he looks at it and I can see what he's talking about is uh, that they all fell in love with this one man in different aspects. Okay. And they fell in love with the uh, – and, uh, and she was spo- uh, scorned by him. Oh. And that's why she becomes wicked. Sure. Kind of thing. You know, so you can understand, and, you know, the sister played into that, the whole love triangle yeah. thing. And, of course, Glinda, fall, everybody falls for him. Well, and so that's kind of like Wicked in the sense that exactly. Elphaba he, is scorned by, or or initially offered, uh, what is it, like, to join him in the, in the Emerald City. And then she's, like, kind of scorned because of the way he treats animals and all that. So right. I guess that's similar. Um, less musical. I'm guessing there's no music. No music. Or no well, they, of course, you have the Munchkin one, the song. Yeah, they do. Do they sing? There's actually a music. They, they sing. Yeah. yeah. Is it as endearing as sure, we welcome you to endearing. the lollipop? Who cares? <laughs> I was just like, really, <laughs> really. But there was a cute dwarf. I was like, oh, he's so adorable. Really, Peter <laughs> yeah. Dinklage. I don't know who it was. He was like in oh, the behind. No. I was like, oh, but, oh, yeah, I love. My so, um, uh, if you had to rate it out of, let's say, ten. Ten. I would give it a seven. A seven. So it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I got my money's worth. Okay. That's what I feel. I got my money's worth. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Do you see, uh, some people have said they could see a sequel coming out of it. Oh, God, no. No? No. Well, in fact, the director, I think, has said, no, he doesn't want to do it. Of course, this is Sam Raimi, uh, Evil Dead. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, you know, all that stuff. I mean, if they did, it would have to be the, the return to Oz, because you would have to skip right So it lines up basically with it the line, beginning. Exactly the way it leaves off. Do you see the next tornado coming? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I guess one way they could do it is they could actually just redo The Wizard of Oz, you know? 
Well, you know, it's that's, that's risky. I don't know. Like going back to that world in general, I guess it has taken what like sixty years to finally do. Although I guess there was that whole sequel. What was the sequel to the Return, Return to Oz? Return to Oz. That yeah. was the best movie. I they think did. I liked it. I think they I did a, a post on uh, I don't know some site, some comic book site, but the most scarring aspects of that movie and how creepy oh, and yes. terrifying it is. And, oh uh, God, it totally is. <laughs> Princess, and I'm looking uh, at these pictures. I'm like, oh my God. No, there was Princess Moonbeam who had that entire like castle full of you know severed heads that oh, she would put ugh. on her, her her torso and I remember her waking up and say oh god it's this this headless body is running after Dorothy <laughs> <laughs> and then that pumpkin who was so creepy and oh, the pumpkin. everybody was creepy well Oz is a little creepy um so in other uh, movie news, I uh, am very excited about Kick-Ass 2 coming Who's out. Who saw the trailer? I did. Oh, I actually saw so it today. I, um, having read the comic and, and kind of thinking it's a little ridiculous now, uh, I was very pleased to see that Jim Carrey's performance did not seem so over the top. Because, um, again, when they announced that he was... Well, I don't remember the name of the character, but he's like... No, not Big Daddy. He's with this military-looking yeah. kind of guy. Uh, facial prosthetics, like you pointed out. And uh, just very... Um, Underplayed, which is uh, Jim Carrey nowadays isn't always over the top, so that's good. Um, what's his name? Luzinski. Uh, I forgot the actor's name. He, Aaron Johnson, that big hunky piece he, of meat. I don't. I hate his hair. First of all, I would just oh that hair killed. Have me. you Googled him? Do you see the uh, Calvin Klein model yes. he was? I've seen the pictures without the. Yeah, definitely a lot more attractive, but. As built as he is in that movie, I just don't think Kickass, even in the comic, was ever that built. Well, no, that's why they they had to change it. They only, you know, like this Kickass two took place in high school. Uh, they took the liberties and they put it into college. Oh, so they're older. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering how Hit Girl gets away with looking like she does now, right? When obviously she's not as young as she was. No, she they're all, they're in college now. Okay, they're that makes college. a little more sense. So then. yeah, so that's why they're. It's basically, but it looks like it's the same story. Yeah, just college. Okay, you know, and that works for some of the actors and all that. Um, Brand, have you seen Kickass? I have not. Do you know what Kickass is? I do. Yeah. Um, so you know, as a as a as a fan of the original the series, original actual book and the movie, um, I don't know. I just I I'm glad it's alive. It, the first one was great. I'm kind of curious what the new director is going to do because Matthew Vaughn's an awesome director, and this right. guy's not Matthew Vaughn who's directing. I forgot who he is, but um, I don't know. I just I have mixed feelings because. There's also the whole Hit Girl storyline they've been exploring in the comics, and are they going to factor that in? And I, I don't know. Well, that's that's the thing that came out after that. If they were going to explore that, that would be her own movie. Oh, because they'd already started because shooting. Remember, they yes, did the other Kick thing. Ass too, and then they did her. So they are making a, like a third book or fourth book, I guess, if you will, to the Kick Ass. Kick Ass Three is coming, and so this is potentially going to be another movie later. I it would, guess. yeah, it would have to be because she was in between. It was. Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass 2, but then Hit-Girl actually took place between those like two a, books. Yeah, between the two, yeah. yeah. Showing her evolution and explaining her uh, her new role. So, I'm interested. I'm excited. Um, so, there's also this really interesting trend lately uh, of, of of movie trailers that actually destroy Earth. I, I When I went to go see Oz, no joke, there's like, say, six trailers. Five of them were all about the now, Earth being destroyed. Do you remember which ones? I called out two of them. There was they, one with Tom Cruise, Oblivion, Oblivion, which looks really cool. There was one with Will Smith, After, After Earth. Earth. Uh, there was, oh, I don't know who the other actors were. There's some were zombie the movies one. that kind of count. Zombie maybe. movie that's with Brad Pitt, I think. 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, is that uh, the, World War Z? Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, Brad Pitt's in that. Okay. Yeah. And then there was another, I just can't, I don't remember who it was, but I'm just like, look, I'm like, why is Earth always being destroyed? Like, why are we being taken over again? <laughs> I'll tell you, it's because destroying Mars would be not as exciting. Yeah. I mean, really. Not a whole lot there. It's, Although, supposedly now, they have officially determined that it could have once supported life. I know this is not relevant at all to what we're talking about, but I still find it fascinating that they're just now saying officially, oh, yeah, it could have supported life. That means it leaked out and we've wound up finding out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all that means. <laughs> um, well, let's move into TV. Uh, and actually, speaking of this, I do have a little bit of Doctor Who news. If you're not excited uh, and Oral's not here to share this with me, I'm so sad. Uh, Doctor Who's returning in like two weeks, which is not a whole lot of time. And one of the first villains they're going to face is a classic villain. The Ice Warriors, a.k.a. Martians. And these are villains like we have not seen in Doctor Who since the 60s, at least, maybe early 70s. And they're bringing them back. They're redoing their outfits or you know costumes so they look a little less cheesy, of course. And I'm very excited. Um, of course, if you've been following Doctor Who, the Christmas special, you know there's a new companion, but you don't know what the deal is with the new companion because they've killed her twice. It's weird. So I'm very excited. And everybody else is looking at me like I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes Which is usually how the Doctor Who segments go. So we will move on. Um, other TV news, of course. Now, I have not caught up. Uh, my, my boyfriend, Pat, has been watching RuPaul's Drag Race from season one on and has gotten himself, I think, fully caught up. I have not gotten caught up. Tell me right now, what is the excitement of RuPaul? Why did RuPaul or the show tweet like crazy about this last uh, episode because evidently some big thing happened. It, do you want me to say it? Yeah. Or, okay. oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. Uh, the bottom two. Who are the bottom two? Who are the bottom two? The two bottoms? Not the two bottoms. <laughs> I'm guessing there's more his two. name. Alyssa Edwards? I don't Alyssa know. Edwards. Alyssa Edwards. And then uh, the dark-skinned guy. Co- no, not Coco Munchies. Coke- the oh. other one. The, the guy who always does the makeup that makes his nose so... Yeah, I don't know. can't think of Alaska. Name. No, it was Alaska... Uh, uh, detox and the third one. There was the three of them. Yeah. Roxy, 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 thank Roxy you. Andrews. So those oh, two local, are on the bottom. Local, local Roxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so cool. they were both on the bottom, and they were both lip sync. They had to do Will Smith the the song uh, "Whip My Hair Back and Forth." I whip my hair. Back yeah. And forth. So that was it, and they did this performance. Then Roxy just breaks, like starts to cry. Like oh my gosh. And, well, that song makes me cry. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. It's a little kid. It's not Will Smith. It's Will Smith's kid. The kid, whatever they yeah. call it. Will Smith, Roxy gets ready and starts taking her wig off. Yes, Everybody's it, face is like, oh, what? Everybody. She's got another wig underneath that wig. It was like. It was great. What? It was great. They really, another they wig? After, what? A wig under a wig. You can't take your wig off anymore. That's a big taboo. You know, it's well, it's so funny. Because, yeah, I don't get that because drag queens do it. I've seen many drag queens do that as like an effect. It's overdone. Yeah. Oh, is it because it's, it's overdone? overdone and now okay. it's, it's supposed to be intense, but it's not really intense anymore. Uh, Oh, I see. Like so, so what happened then? That after he breaks down, he starts going to his whole history of his life and being abandoned as a child. And his parents. He said that his mother took him and his sister, I believe, to a bus station or a train station and left them there. Ooh. And he was bawling like this whole thing of not being accepted and... And this came up because of whip my hair back and forth? Uh, what, did it, you like it, it? Yeah, it came up because in the... Uh, in the after after the show and untucked uh-huh. in the gold lounge in the box, um, somebody else's mom comes on, or so they talk about somebody's mom and how they had no connection, and so Roxy starts talking about their story and everything else, and so it gets brought up in the gold bar, but after you know before the actual lip sync. Okay. So. 
So he goes in there. RuPaul's crying, and, and <gasps> wow, they got Rudiquat. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Visage was crying. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like, everybody crying. really felt what he was going through. Uh-huh. And uh, so then RuPaul turned around and was just like, "You both showed me what I needed to see. You're both safe." So no one got no kicked one, off. No one got kicked off. Wow! And I just hold, I'm sorry. That was bullshit. Roxy just totally threw that in there. Just to be safe Because she knew She was going home I thought the same thing Until I saw The Untucked I didn't watch I didn't finish watching I was yeah, so tired so I watched I, it last night I thought the exact same thing But then when you watch Untucked And you see that It, it was not It wasn't like She just threw it out there Like Willow right. would have Definitely done something like that but Oh no, yeah Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh Willow But no I, I think it was actually legitimate She was so upset And I mean They both really worked it. I mean they both Sang their asses off And what got me Is when Rue looks at her And Rue goes uh you know, in drag, we get to choose our family. And being gay, we get to choose our family. And you're a part of my family. And this is your family. I oh, love I you. fucking we love wow. you. And it was it was a moment, and you know, RuPaul's Drag Race doesn't have many of those moments. Yeah, really. But it was a solid moment. But yeah, I guess when I watch their own talk tonight, I'll see more of it because yeah, I just I so, just totally call bullshit when I what say. is up with Orlando's drag having very tragic pasts because didn't uh, who's the other one that was like second season I think Alexis one? Alex Alexis didn't, didn't he have some tragic uh, oh my baby blah 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 <laughs> I mean seriously why is it that Orlando always gets the tragic drag have you been to Orlando yeah really I was just gonna say I know okay listen Chantel oh god I can never say her damn oh god Chantel I can never remember her last name uh, I want to say Chartreuse and it's not Roche Chantel Roche, she is not a tragic, tragic drag queen. She is a fabulous drag queen, and she has a she's a good head on her shoulders. You know, I I don't know. I don't know a lot of the other drag queens in Orlando. I know her, um, and uh, I don't know. I just I just it's like really second one round. Ugh. Maybe it'll win though. I don't know. I'd be happy to have another Orlando based um, with as much drag as we have in Orlando. I'd I'd be thrilled to have another winner. Um, but is that not? I mean, I guess if he's in the bottom too. Well, it was about, well, I mean, well, now they're getting to the good ones. And, now anybody. Oh, okay. So Roxy how many are left? Like, a contender for the, the final thing, I think. I mean, I think Roxy's a contender okay. for the... Yeah, I, the one three. that I don't like is the other one that was in the bottom, though. Edwards? Alyssa? Alyssa Edwards. I don't like... No. Alyssa and Coco had this whole bitchy thing going on. I like Coco. I like oh, Coco. Yeah, I like yeah, what yeah. Coco did. They, it was a, a roast to RuPaul. Oh. So they all had a roast oh. RuPaul. And Coco Matrice came in as what? Like the cousin, the abandoned cousin, or the cousin she hasn't seen with the roots in her hair? Uh-huh. She was very funny. Really? Very funny. Very, very funny. Like RuPaul was hysterical. Coco was a great performer. Detox, I didn't like her little, st- yeah. her little thing. I thought Alaska was great. Uh, Alaska was good. I love baked uh, Alaska. Coco and... It's delicious. Yes. I always forget the, the, the whiny one. Oh, Ivy boy. Winter. Not Ivy no. Winter. The other one. Watch out. Uh, you know, it's like he knew we were talking about it. Oh, there's a bitch. Oral's Girl. here. <laughs> we're what talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't watched. I'm behind two seasons. Oh, oh God. Yeah, two, two seasons? I'm oh, sorry, two, two episodes. Oh, oh well, no, we I'm glad we've already ahead. spoiled all this. Yeah, well, that's about done anyway. So I see we've moved up in the world. Yes. <laughs> oh, we've upgraded. Is that what you're saying? So, um, well, let's move on from RuPaul so we don't spoil poor little Oral. Um, although, speak of the devil... Mm, that might be like that. Um, let's talk about Walking Dead because I am still not caught up, and I honestly I still don't care. Don't care. Really? <laughs> That's the first scared little girl. Mm, what? what? Her scared little girl. I don't. I'm like so zombies. scared of zombies. I'm so scared. You go screaming from the entrance of the Geek Easy to the office. Like what? Very often. <laughs> I've learned to, if I need something out of the office, I make sure I do it before Walking Dead comes on. Oh no! All we hear is yeah. slam. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can't imagine. So, um, so really, is it just your? You I guess it? so. It's just me with the Walking Dead. Is it good? Well, this last episode was nothing. It was just the governor and Rick staring at each other. It's now the uh, season finale is about to come, so it's oh. about to be the war the governor versus. Okay. Yeah. Still Which, hate Andrea. Yeah. Glenn and Maggie had sex. I swear to God that somebody was going to die, but nobody did. did they have, have they had sex with a zombie yet? Not yet. Because I'm sure it's coming. Happen. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the governor did. Ooh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. So I have started the following. I think we talked about this last episode, but I have not gotten any further. Is it getting better? It's so fucking good and yeah. creepy and weird. And I, I want to say, what episode are you up to? I watched the pilot. That's it? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I'm like... I'm like one episode behind. Okay, so it just so much happens, and you have to watch it to understand it. And everybody's watching. Kevin Bacon less of a sad sack because the first episode he was totally emasculated. No, he starts off that way, and it explains why he became that, and then he has to step up. They're building him up. He has to step up and help uh, the ex girlfriend and Uh the son, and help all these people. Okay, so he has to step up. The the serial killer is still crazy, bad, and evil, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Oh yeah, but I just love the fake. Gay guy who's gay now. Are they still running around? They're still there. Because yeah. yeah, they were. That was a cool idea. Yeah, I liked it. They were running around, and then they all now they're all sleeping together. And oh my! Like, so we have I sexy time to too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man! Now I gotta watch it. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm very excited. Now I put this on there. I don't know if anybody else seen the Americans. No, I've the, heard the, of the it. New, uh, series with Carrie Russell, correct? Yes. Uh, from what? Uh, FX. Oh, it's on FX, but she's from Felicity. Felicity, she is Felicity, right? So um, that, that was her character name, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah. never watched Felicity. Um, the only the only Abrams show I think I've ever not watched, except for that other one that was last like two seconds. But anyway, long story short, it's really good. It's set in the '80s, and it's about a Russian uh, spy couple who get together because they're spies, and so they're they're placed in America as a couple, but they're not previously. And they have kids together, and they set up a life, and they're in DC, and they're spying, and it's. Awesome. It's so good. Although I do feel at times like the 80s is kind of like a very diluted form of the present, really. Is it kind of like that thing where you think it's the 80s, but it's probably the 90s? Is it giving you that Donnie Darko feel? A little bit. A little bit. There's little affectations where you're like, oh, yes, that's right. It is the 80s. But it's not super beat you over the head as a period piece, Mm. which actually is a good good thing. But um, I've only seen the first like hour and a half. And it's like it's each episode. I think is like an hour, or maybe an hour and a half. I'm not sure. Wow. So I gotta go through them. But I have them on my DVR, and I'm really excited. Um, but we'll talk more about that as I think we watch it. Um, one thing of uh, TV news: Have you guys seen the preview for Hannibal? No. A TV Hannibal? series? Yes. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal. Yes. Here's the cool thing: the guy uh, Brian Fuller who did Pushing Daisies uh-huh. and Wonderfalls and even Dead Like Me, like the first couple episodes, he's the showrunner. Or one of them. And the previews look awesome because they're like that weird Brian Fuller sort of twisted kind of weird colors. He's also the one that unfortunately did the um, the Munsters. Uh, what they call pilot. It? Yeah, the pilot, which was. Uh. Yeah. But I mean, no, this looks good. And the guy playing Hannibal uh, Mickelson something, Michael Mickelson or something, looks creepy as fuck. Does not look like Hannibal or uh, Anthony Hopkins as much, but looks creepy. 
And they're starting from like the very beginning. I think even before what, they do that? Red Dragon. Already? Well, they've done movies of all of it. Uh, this is just you know it'll be a slow burn TV show. And I think they said like by the third season, if it goes that long, it'll be in like Silence of the Lambs territory then. Well, because I know they're doing that Norman Bates show too. Well, yeah. right. And so a lot of people well, are kind of comparing that. Base Motel. Is that what it's called? That trailer. That's A&E, I, I, I looked. It looked. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I'm like I don't know those movies as well. Like I've seen Psycho, but I mean that's it really. So I'm just kind of like, well, I'll check it out, but um. I'm more excited about Hannibal because of Brian Fuller, of course. But uh, let's move on. Now, has anyone in here besides me listened to the new David Bowie album? Nope. That's no. what I thought. I, I have to listen to Low, apparently. Someone highly recommended Low for me. Oh, Low's fantastic. Oh, and someone did? Not that someone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, well, Low. <laughs> I can see that. Low is one of Bowie's like best albums. So the same producer, and I can't remember his name came back and did um, this new album called The Next Day. And there is a fantastic review that I'm not even going to try to even touch that Cat Blackard from, of course, Nerdy Show wrote. And it got featured on Time.com. Wow. How cool is that? So if you uh, go to the Nerdy Show website, I believe Cap shared it on there. And if not, we'll make sure it's up there by the time this comes out. It fully caps and you know captures both the um like someone who knows bowie and listens to it and someone who doesn't really know bowie and kind of gives you a flavor for what this album represents it is his first album in 10 years and that alone is kind of exciting because let's face it he's getting old okay he's not like you know decrepit old but um he's a british grandmother he's a grandmother oh that's right grandmother because um (laughs) his son Zoe Bowie, also known as Duncan uh, Duncan Jones, uh, director of Moon and uh, Source Code. Um, so yeah, that's right. And I'm guessing he has kids too. Um, <laughs> anyway, check it out. I won't even try to give you a review, other than I'm enjoying it, and it is pretty dense. And I'll have. I mean, to, I love uh, David Bowie. So yeah, and, and if you like, it's like old school Bowie. It's not oh, like any of the better. more recent incarnations. I also have to mention the new They Might Be Giants album because They Might Be Giants is one of the only bands I've seen like. Three or four times. I think it's four now. Um, their new album, Nanobots, is out. This is a very big album for them. It actually has been got. It's gotten great reviews. It's like everyone who loved like Flood and some of the earlier Giants stuff. That's like classic Giants. They love this album. Hey, they stop f- looking at me because I know nothing. I know. <laughs> Eric, I'm looking at you because you not see you're that blonde plenty. look on my face. <laughs> you're <laughs> very, very attractive this evening, and you're red sweaterish thing that you have there and I don't know. It's it's okay, Eric. I, I listened to Flood, so I okay. I, 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 there we so go. You look at you. Um, <laughs> I can look at you too. So no Nanobots is great. Lots of good stuff. Check it out. I won't go too on for you too much for that. Now, let's talk about some gay news. And I think we should lead off with Habemas Papum <laughs> which someone told me today translates as here's the Pope <laughs> here's Popey <laughs> um, but we are talking about this for one reason um, I mean I don't think well actually wait Eric you're Catholic right no I no. was no. Catholic oh you were Catholic we were all, I, I knew I'm, someone I'm still was. technically in the Catholic Church I haven't renounced yet um, there is a issue that touches on you know us, us gays of course um, he has come out being very antagonistic against gay uh, marriage of course but also gay adoption, which is kind of unfortunate. But I will say this. Uh, he's a Jesuit. Jesuits are the very learned. They spend a lot of time studying. Scholarly. Scholarly popes. That's exciting for me because I, I like that. 
And he's also a man of the people. In fact, I read an article today where he basically he eschewed all these fancy trappings and things when he just got made the pope to go like straight to the hotel he had been staying at as part of their conclave and like greeted the whole staff, shook hands, hung out. It was just very down to earth. And I like yeah, that. Before or after he stones us for being gay. I don't think he'd stone <laughs> us. I want to know, do they still do those huge edicts that are just completely made out of wax? <laughs> what? Like you have the like the edicts and the papal like oh papal bull papal bull yeah and then like right. you have this like on parchment and then you have this like this huge like medallion of wax I don't know yes, with the uh, the ceiling <laughs> wax but that sounds pretty awesome into it. and I'd love to see that um but no uh, was it Francis yes Francis. Pope Francis Pope Francis the first named after Francis of Assisi uh, of course in response to this on Flame On we put up the Pee Wee Herman versus Francis video from uh, the Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I just still, every time I hear Francis, I think of Francis. I can't do a Pee Wee Herman. Did anyone do a Pee Wee Herman here? Nope. Oh, Sorry. Jared, come on. Oh. All right. Um, but anyway, so Pope's, uh, Pope's there. That's great. White smoke, all that good stuff. Um, what about gay mayor, or I'm sorry, gay civil unions in Colorado? Is that more exciting than Pope's? A little yes. bit? Yes. Maybe we have some listeners in Colorado who are excited by this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If there are any, we just don't know about them. So I always thought Colorado was a very conservative state just because of all the uh, uh, family organizations that are based out of yeah, Colorado. Yeah, you'd think that. Um, they're a little more tolerant out there, mm-hmm. kind of getting towards California. I think there's a... And, and, and Colorado seems to be a little more upper middle class in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's the crazy redneck areas, too, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they do seem to be a little more progressive. So. Okay. I'm I'm happy. I'm I mean great for them. Doesn't help us here in Florida, but no, nope. <laughs> fuck whatever. So um, that's all the gay news I have. It's actually not been a very exciting month for uh, us gays, I guess. Well, we could roll over the uh, the Superman. Absolutely, Orson. and thank you for teasing it because based on your reaction to Orson Scott Card being put on a Superman title, Chris Sprouse, who's the artist who is going to do that, was. Uh, was has decided he can't in good conscience draw the Superman story that Card wrote. So, because of all the public outcry, they're not going to do it. Or it's indefinitely postponed. It's fine. I saw uh, Phil Jimenez was the one who posted it, and that's where I read it mm-hmm. of him. Like, he was just like... Have you been stalking Phil Jimenez? I always stalk Phil Jimenez. <laughs> Listen, that is one of the long-term goals for this show. I want to get Phil Jimenez on him? here. Okay. Yes. Everyone has different agendas. I just want to get him on the show. If you can sleep with him while we're on the show, that'd be even better. That would be fantastic. We could can sell tickets. With you all, because you know I'm going to get divorced. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, I, I all I know is I've heard two stories about Phil Jimenez. One fabulous. Oh. Two dirty as fuck. So I don't know. He's an mm-hmm. interesting guy. But so he shared the news. Yep. Um, that's why I read it. I think we're all happy. Jared, could you? Could you do it no. for me, please? I'm not going to do the impression. No. No. We'll, get, we'll get Justice back on to uh, talk about his sexcapades or whatever crazy thing he... Can well, we Phil- not drag Phil Jimenez through the mud, please? Well, no, he's already there. Well, I was going to say, I don't think this is quite he, a... Look, he, he, I still have you on a okay. pedestal, Phil. I love you. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know if I shared this, but you know, as soon as I shook his hand at Ben Kine, he's like, you should probably go wash that off. I was like, oh, okay. Yay, semen. So, um, so are we excited? I mean, I know we had a, quite a heated discussion about this last so now time. Is it, so is this book going to be done at all? Is it 
The book's Sweet. going forward. The book has other artists. It was just a small story in the book. So that's not affected. They're going to fill it in with somebody else, whatever. I think it's indefinitely postponed, and DC can find another artist for it, but I don't think they're going to. I think it's just going to kind of get the, yeah, we'll get back to you, and never awesome. happen. So if that's actually what happened, that's fantastic. Now he is still doing, I think, Ender's properties, and it wouldn't surprise me if Marvel so he brought works him on. Yeah, I, I think I think Marvel will still maintain a relationship with him, but eh, whatever. I, again, I, it's not as big a thing. It, just if be aware, and like this time it happened, you vote with your mouth and pocket threatened pocketbooks, and mm-hmm. good things happen. So, um, so now I have to talk about this because since Eric and Oral are both uh, part of the A-Comic-Shop family. And the relationship with the main publishers to Comixology is kind of an interesting recent development. I have to get your uh, feelings on the Marvel number one thing. Oh. The Comixology giant server crash of 2013. Um, I mean, not like you guys, I'm sure, were rooting it on or anything. But, I mean, you know... it. It's interesting that they gave all these comics away. For those of you who don't know, uh, Marvel Number no. 1 was announced on Sunday. Well, we're recording on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. This past Sunday, it was announced at South by Southwest. And they're like, we're giving uh, 700 titles, 700 Marvel Number no. 1s. First of all, I didn't realize there were that many. But it's interesting how you yeah. see how they count Number 1s. Basically, a one-shot is a Number 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's tons of one-shots that they're giving away. So they're giving them all these away on Comixology, which is what who powers Marvel and DC – not to mention other major or, uh, indie publishers. And the servers crashed, I think, like right away. Because <laughs> they didn't expect. Well, because everyone as. tried to download 700 number ones at once. Yeah, I know I did. Bad and bad. I actually got through. This is what kills me. It came back with like a 404, can't find it, whatever. Right. Excuse me. But it actually did process. I was on my app today and I saw the number ones that I downloaded. So I'm very excited because they postponed it indefinitely, I think, because they, they couldn't keep the servers up. Well, see, that's when Wanda and Jean get together, mm. you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can have a swing in time. <laughs> so a little chaos magic mixed with the power of the Phoenix, Phoenix Force. And hey, look what happens. We crash the server. <laughs> well, I mean, but I mean, honestly, as, as uh, brick and mortar direct market people, what do you think? What's the... Do you have an opinion on that kind of initiative? Is it well, a good I mean, thing? when it comes to like Aaron, I work for a, a person who always tries to stay one step ahead, and we have our own digital store. Yeah, wow. you know, so through Comicsology, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, which he's a part of, so he welcomes it. He doesn't shy away from, it. and you're one of our customers, Absolutely. and we do have a lot of the customers that as they do download, but they still buy the book. Well, mm-hmm. like I, I've said this before, Marvel's approach to this is, I think, the best. You buy the book for three ninety nine, and you get a digital copy mm-hmm. for basically, effectively ninety nine cents. If the book should normally be two ninety nine, that's ideal. I'll pay three ninety nine. I'll have a physical copy, and then I put my code in. And I love the sticker. I love the sticker you peel off to put the code in. That mm-hmm. is actually one of my favorite things. Do you re- put on your nipples? No, as opposed to DC that does the plastic poly bag. bag and- fuck the poly bag and fuck. We'll get to Age of Ultron here in a minute. Stupid chromium covers. Seriously. What is it, Oral? No, what is it, no, Oral? It, first of all, it's a foil. 
and it's Marvel Now, circa 1994. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're getting our trading cards. Where are my holograms? If we're getting the cards. Ooh, I want the hologram. I, I, did I love, want the hologram. Love, love the holograms. What X Men um, story arc did they have holograms on? Do you remember? Uh, yes, it was the one where Wolverine got his uh, adamantium ripped out. Uh, Fatal Attraction. <gasps> oh, that was awesome. Yep. I had the Nightcrawler hologram. Oh, I got to go back and see what I had. <laughs> um, so we didn't talk about this, but just real quick, uh, we did a. Uh, Megacon launch party last night as we're recording this and I got to give away a lot of older comics to people who may or may not have ever read them or what have you we did a raffle and gave stuff away and I swear like just going back through some of my old books I'm like wow this 90s stuff is so like today it's ridiculous and uh, what just, goes around comes around, Brian. Yeah, I know. And I, back around. And I've noticed the '80s are kind of coming back. There's uh-huh. a lot of stylistic stuff coming from the '80s, and in comic books, we're in the '90s, so you know. But um, but but at the party, by the way, I mean for those of you who did not make it out there, which is most of you, I was uh, sick. I don't even mean in this room. I mean listener wise. I think no. we had. Uh, let's see, uh, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. He was there. Uh, Umberto, a friend of mine, and also a listener. He was there. Um and Pat, which really can't count because you know he was working. But other than that, listener wise, uh, I think oh Ron, Ron listens to Ron was there. Of course, Ron was there. We love Ron. Ron's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> of those of us on the show, though, Eric and Oral. I'm sorry. I what was I, there. I think Oral was there in spirit. No, Eric was there. I, I actually, was there. The person that nobody ever expects to show up he walked really. through the door. <laughs> Oral, actually, in Oral's defense, you actually said you probably wouldn't make no, it. No, he was no. sick. And Jared. Nah. And Jared had to be up at five the yeah. next morning. Why yeah. can't you be happy that I just showed up tonight? I expect you're showing up tonight. Screw you, bitch. You're on the show, honey. Yeah, yeah but, but certain dispensations and circumstances mm-hmm. should be made. I've had one hell of a week. A hell of a good week? A day. It was a day out of the week. Oh, wait. Girl, why are we, we so going dramatic? back to that? Are we, are we going back to that, the day you told me about the other day? Yeah. It was just, it's just been, it's been sucky and it's been hard and I've been having to deal with all this random crap because some well-meaning poor girl rear-ended me and not in the good way that I grew accustomed to. Because she was a girl. Because she was a girl. And it was just, it's, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> and it's my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, mom! Not oh, happy birthday, mom! That's very nice. Um, and then, of course, the question couldn't uh, be bothered to even come tonight, much less you know last night. So, but we're all going to Meg. No, we're not. Wait a minute. We're not going together. We're not going together, and we're not going to have a booth this year. So if you're looking for us at MegaCon... We didn't no. have a booth last year. You guys abducted my table. <laughs> of course we did. I helped. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. I helped, too. <laughs> yes, I you kept did. you company. I brought, I brought you food. No, the Nerdy Show, I don't believe, is even going to be there in nope. force. And um, but, but we will be there running around doing kind of guerrilla style this and that. So you might find us there. I'll have my T-shirt on at the very least. I can't um, find mine. We'll make you another one. Okay. If not, I'll um, give you mine. Get my uh, but we're, iron out. We're all going to have a blast at the secret location Yay! that nobody should know about. Absolutely. No one should know. Mm-hmm. Except everybody knows pretty much. But It's it's like the question. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the worst kept secret. All right. Back to the comic books. We've, we've dallied enough. So I want to know what you guys are excited about in the world of indie books. 
I know what I'm excited about. I read Joe Casey's Sex Number One. Sex was fun. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Basically, cool. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's very. I don't remember who the art's Kowalski or something. The um, it's it's Batman if he retired. So someone at an early age. Yeah, he's not decrepit or whatever. He's like you know very you know young and and playboy ish. He retires and decides he's going to go out and have some fun. But there was one disgusting moment. What's that? Oh, licking the nip. Wait. Oh no! Wait. The kind of kind of lingus. lesbian. So basically, he goes into like this hotel strip club. I don't know what it exactly was, and watches like a live sex show with two women. Why would have you two girls? I know. Well, I'm hoping we'll hold out. Maybe if it's like if it's sex, the series is called Sex. They ought to explore different pairings. I would hope that would be cool. We'll that. see. Um, but thus far, it's actually just more of a Batman pastiche. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I'm really excited about it. But um, I just don't know what to expect. Really, and it's called Sex, and it's salacious, it's but it's not. It does sell. We sold out. Yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's an image book. I mean, unless you know. And, and Aaron push Aaron pushes stuff like that like crazy too, which is good. I mean, you need to, but I mean, I guess I don't know. It did say about collectors issue on the front, it, too, it, which it, is a joke basically. Yeah. It's like a satirical kind of commentary on first the, issue collector. Yeah, <laughs> and Joe Casey loves doing that kind of thing, so that was fun. Um, did anybody else read Manhattan Project of number I did. ten, the new one? Yeah, with art by. Ryan Brown. It was very nice. Do you know Ryan is the one that was going to be on our show? Actually, Ryan and Nick were threatening to come on the show. We met them at Heroes Con, uh, Q and I, uh-huh. we went up there. Ryan is amazing. He just had his Kickstarter like double funded or whatever crazy thing for God Hates Astronauts, which is a great web series he's been doing. And like his art just went up on ca- uh, not Cavalcade. Uh, one of the art distributors that sells original comics art, uh, Cadence. And his art just went up. Some of the pages from that issue, my God, they're going for like two, three hundred bucks. Wow. I'm like, good for you. I I thought about buying one, but I didn't. I'm going to buy a Ramon Perez Mm -hmm. piece, but that's another story. Um, But no, no, seriously, uh, Ryan's fantastic. He did, uh, on IDW, he did Smoke and Mirrors. He was the artist on that book. Um, He's done Burning Crusade, not Burning Crusade, Blast Furnace. Oh, I always want to say Burning Crusade. That's World like a World 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 thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blast Furnace. So this Manhattan Project, though. So the story is basically the whole Oppenheimer Civil War. Like he has this. He, oh, this is so fucked up. Uh, do you want to try to explain yeah. it? Okay, I, so um, Oppenheimer, who's the main scientist in Manhattan Projects, um, is certifiably insane. But it's not the Oppenheimer that everyone thinks it is. It's his twin brother who... Who's a psychopath. Yeah, psychopath. And he eats people, and his mind is so fractured that he thinks that he, like, takes in part of their spirit, and we find out that he... That he, he does. may actually. Yeah. He may actually. Because he kills the good Oppenheimer and eats no. his body and takes his spirit in. But can we really think... Do we really think he's a reliable, like, narrator? No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely so, not. like, that's that's... There's this whole, like, odyssey in his brother's mind, and he realized, one, his brother killed him, and two, that it's just chaos. And so he's slowly taking over other, like, fractured parts of his brother's personality, so I guess he can eventually take over. So, yeah, and and so what, what Manhattan Projects is, if you haven't read it, is a very creative take on the history of, of the atom bomb. But the guise is that the Manhattan Projects, plural are just all the crazy shit that these scientists wanted to do. 
and they put it under the cover of making an atom bomb, but really they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You got Einstein, you got uh, Feynman, um, got a couple more. Yuri Garin shows up. The dog from the, the the one they shot up into space. All of this crazy stuff. Um, Ex presidents are there in the computer, and oh god, so and Freemasons and Freemasons. Oh god, I love the Freemasons. Someone on like Etsy or whatever is making the headwear that awesome. uh, Wilson, I think, was had. Anyway. Um, so all this Oppenheimer is like one of the main people in it. And yeah, this is how maybe the Oppenheimer we know, which we really don't know that well from history. I mean, he was a figure, but it wasn't like he did a ton of stuff, um, that was public. This is how maybe the good quote unquote Oppenheimer takes back his personality and becomes less psychotic. I don't mm. know. But the whole issue was just devoted to Oppenheimer and in his brain and all the crazy shenanigans. So again, very abstract. Ryan did a fantastic job representing all this stuff and uh, I'm I'm just really excited for his uh, his growth Good. as an artist. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him again at Heroes this year. Um, Las Vegas. Did anybody else read Las Vegas? I read it. I read it. This is another interesting title coming from gay comics creator Jim McCann who I think uh, I met at here our Megacon a couple of years ago, um, and Janet Lee, the fabulous, fabulous artist from Return of the Dapperman, who I've also had a pleasure to meet a couple times. And this book was awesome. It was I didn't like it. What I didn't I, I read some of it and then I started glazing through it. I couldn't the art I didn't really you didn't like the art. All. The story didn't really grasp me. Do you like capers though and crime sort of like no. like heist? See, I'm not into noir stuff, and so that's it. it just. I was yeah, I and the sci-fi really. element didn't. No, it's kind of weird. It's like it's not Las Vegas like classic old, you know, or even current Las Vegas. It's like like a planet or a starship. It's, it's Did a you space like station. It? Well, space station. It's all right. I mean, at times I was a little bored. Um, a lot of talking. A lot a, of talking. There's a lot of dialogue, which and that very can turn people happens. off. Yeah. Um, I think I I do like the art. It it's different. It's kind of weird. Yes. Um. Her but stuff it's is not, weird. It's not retro at all. It's like this. It's hard for me to. It's a to little um, surreal at times, mm. and, and the way like she, the New Yorker kind of thing. To yeah, me. that's what it kind of reminded me of. I could go with that. Like and, New Yorker and, kind of cartoon. I don't know what her influences are, but her art for Dapperman is so cool because it's it's actually woodblocks. Uh, decoupage, I believe, mm. and she stopped doing that for this, and she's just doing straight up. So you get just her pure style. And some of the character faces are creepy as hell. And I know she's a Doctor Who fan, and so some of the elements reminded me of stuff from Doctor Who, too. Agreed. Um, and I don't know if McCann is, but he probably is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, anyway, it, it sold out. I mean, image, you get, you know, there's, uh, they might be doing reprints or whatever, but if you're interested in science fiction, certainly, and if you like heists, uh, it's a good indie book. Again, the thing about it is kind of like profit. There's nothing else like it out there, really. This is a good example of where comics can be more than just superheroes, you know? Right. So, uh, highly recommended. And again, we, I've, I, again, I've had the pleasure of talking to both of them. So, um, let's move on to the big two. Oh, actually, wait. Are there, is there any lock and key updates? No, no lock no. and key. What about you? Really like fashion beasts? <gasps> I love oh, fashion beasts. I, it's okay. I oh, like crap. it. Oh, fashion beasts! Yeah. I missed it again. <laughs> I. Don't put it, I don't put it in my poll. I think there's a new issue that came They're out. They're up to seven. I don't know what I have. I have to check. Because, yeah, I, I don't think that we get too many at check, store. Check and I'll order it for you. All right. Well, um, well no, Aaron orders enough because it does sell well enough. It does. Well, a nice little Capsule that turned me on to it. We've talked about it before. I really enjoy it. I mean, it's Alan Moore. Mm. Um, the art's fantastic, too. Yeah. It's basically, someone said it's kind of a Beauty and the Beast. It's, it's that, a, that's what it's yeah. uh, solicited as. I'm like, I don't get the Beauty and it's, the it's a modern. Yet, but yeah, it's a modern retelling of Beauty and the Beast. I, I think that the beauty is is still like to be determined. Okay. Because I don't think it's like the other character. Well, I, I feel it's, it's like the, Beauty and the, the Beast designer. with a hint of Victor Victoria. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> exactly what it is. Absolutely. You no, know? really. There's a lot of gender um, confusion because oh, the yeah. main the main character you think at first is like a drag queen it turns out she's a woman and then even the uh, assistant uh, the guy who does all the designs he's very gender ambiguous too. Mm. Um, and then of course the two <laughs> I put this picture up on Flame on a while ago. <laughs> the two hideous old like madams of the studio who kind of have a resemblance in some way to our our favorite uh, a comic shop uh, people. Is that the Damien? Is that what you're doing there? The TT sound? No. Okay, I'm getting the death look. So um, anyway, we have we put up a panel on that like what like two months ago. It's fabulous. So, um, but I, it's good Alan Moore because it's accessible. It's not too dense. Right. It's you not know? fish penis. No it's fish It's an actual nice story that's not too crazy. No like, one's gotten right. Yet. Yet. <laughs> is this a it. mini or is this an ongoing? I think it's a mini because it's, it's a screenplay he wrote and they've adapted it into a comic. Because it doesn't um, say like seven of 12. No, it doesn't like give that, you an so. end, but I'm sure it's, it's a bound, like maybe 12. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, I forgot to put it on the list, but I'm going to add it anyway. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nemo's coming it. back, right? Uh, little uh, female Nemo. I forgot her, her name. It already came out. It came out. No, we didn't yeah. talk about it. Um, I bought it. It was fantastic. Where'd you get it? Somewhere. I just, so. or, I just ordered it for a customer. I was... You guys didn't get it? No, oh, we no. didn't even know about it until I ordered. Somebody brought it oh, to my attention. Because I was up in D.C. and I go to, you know, oh, other well, stores. Then that's okay, that's a lot. Remember when I called you and yes. I was like, do you have... So, um... And it was like a, a 50... Ew! Who the hell owns True Calling? Oh, really? Ew! <laughs> We're not judging. So, um, um, the uh, $15, but it was like a, a hardcover graphic novel, but like, I don't know, 64 pages or something. So it's kind of in between like big issue and small trade. Well, hasn't he been doing like all those like year 2000 Yeah, so similar like that. to that, but a little more expensive. And basically, it's uh, Nemo's daughter, who's the new, whatever, Captain Nemo, goes to Antarctica in like the 20s or so, or maybe 30s, 
And it's a Cthulhu story. And shows a pussy to everybody. Great. No, no, actually, there's, there's very little. Unlike a lot of the Alan Moore stuff recently, there's very. I don't think there's any sex in it. Cthulhu. But there's scary Cthulhu, yeah, hentai sort mm-hmm. of crazy shit. So um, tentacle rape. Tentacle rape. Yes, God not tentacle damn. grape. That's a whole other thing. Um, no, it's it's it was good. It's good. Sponsored by a comedy show. <laughs> Brought to you by a geek easy. Um, but no, Which it, is now selling booze. I'm excited. I didn't even know that. Oh, you said it just happened. Um, just, literally just when we finally I got I am so excited because like, we picked up a lot we, today. It was yesterday. We just Whoa, yeah. We just got it yesterday. And it's stocked with the fridge. Is I'm with shocked. It. So yeah. it's all bottles. It's all bottles for, for now. If you are in Orlando and you like comics and or beer and or grilled cheese sandwiches, and they're delicious, by the and way. And being grilled by gay men. <laughs> what? And cheeseburgers. Who and grills them? Dogs and- who? Who? No, who? Uh, well, not me or Oral. No, yeah. Yeah, no. Aaron. <laughs> Wait. Aaron's the one who's gropes and shows his boobs. And- That's true. He's kind of... Anyway. Um, but no, the geeky's awesome. So um, check out Nemo if you like. It's kind of... I feel like Lovecraft and Cthulhu's played out. Like, I'm really getting tired of it. But, you know, it's well done. I don't catch nearly half, if not even 75% of the literary references they make in these things now. Because they're getting pretty obscure. Um, there's actually an annotated guide online you had to, I had to read and I'm like oh that's oh okay anyway um, but that's out let's move on to the big two because Marvel and DC have been very busy even though we just did an episode what barely three weeks ago uh, in the last three weeks we have had some big developments starting with Marvel Age of Ultron two issues in and by the time you hear this there will be a third, third. Yes, yeah. because it is weekly well, no, well, no, it's, it's three not. a month. It's not weekly. It's three a month. Oh, three a month. Okay. Well, what is that? Well, it's then? probably what do they even call three that? and then a tie-in. That's probably how it is. Yeah. Okay. And then we know at least there's two tie-ins. There's a uh, and they're calling them whatever AU. Fantastic Four AU, Superior Spider-Man, Wolverine, the X-Men. Wait, they're doing Avengers a Wolverine Assemble. and the X-Men Assemble. one. Avengers Assemble. Oh wow. Yeah, because there was a, a picture I saw. Oh, was it Avengers Arena? No, Assemble. Okay. Well, I know that's one. It could be next month. Could be another one. But they showed our Wolverine. Being clawed by a look like the original Wolverine from Hulk Wayne 81. So I don't know what this story is going to be about at all. Well, you know they're going to have to have a time travel element at some point. Well, yeah, they're going to have a reset. The storm button. that looks like a part of it looks like Ultimate Storm. What? There's a picture of Storm that when she had to cut off the long hair and the cut off shirt and mm. the piping thing. And that's-, that's the storm that's in the picture. And I'm like, is that Ultimate Storm? What? So I don't know. What he's doing, Ultron, he could just be screwing up this whole timeline. Well, but you know, at some point, they're going to have the reset button. Because what they're doing, for those of you who have not tried it yet, they are basically jumping right to the, not end of the story, but right in the middle. Yeah. So, Ultron comes back from wherever the hell he's been, out in space, doing his thing, and takes over and destroys, like, everybody. And the heroes are on the run, hiding out in the sewers like Morlocks. See, I think it was Ultron from the when it was the heroic age... When Marvel pushed that heroic age, yeah. and they went to the future, the Avengers went into the future, and it was the age of Ultron. I think it was that Ultron that came back, probably to screw around with everything, to realize there's more, huh? And other time, and that's that's my guess. I could be fucking wrong. Well, and it'd be interesting because this is basically Bendis's last big thing with the Avengers, and it is very much an event that doesn't really affect. Any other book except these tie-ins, like four, four series, one-off episodes. It's not. It's like yeah. It's funny. There's Superior Spider-Man. I think it's six, 
And then there's six AU. And I've read six, and I've read six AU. Oh, is it up? Uh-huh. Awesome. So now, one of the things that uh, was talked about on Twitter today, actually, Dan Slott had to clarify, uh, Spider-Man in this is absolutely the Superior. Arc, yeah. The superior. It's the, but it doesn't seem like it's him. In that. It, was it issue one or issue two? Y- yeah. It's, I think it's issue one or You know that he's like two. the cool, Yeah, yeah. But, like but when you read uh, Superior Spider-Man... It all kind of makes sense. So basically okay, right. what I think happened is we all – people who have been following us know Bendis wrote this a while ago mm. and had the art done a while ago. And I think he wrote it with Peter Parker in mind and they went, oh, well, let's tweak this a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll have a tie-in to really cement this. And, oh, look, it's Doc Ock, Peter Parker. Well, they had to know about this Peter Parker being Doc Ock thing because in the Heroic Age – they had that big board, and it yeah. says the X Men of yesterday come to today. Spider Man, Peter Parker, or Spider Man is not Spider Man. You know, they had all these hints on the board. That's of true. This whole so thing. he didn't know about it. But the way he's writing Spider Man, I-, I mentioned on Twitter actually, as as Flame on that uh, Superior Spider Man is not really like the blue Superman. Remember the blue electric yeah. oh. Superman? Blue and red. And, oh. and how you go Why back... Why do and, I have to remember? Well, you go back <laughs> and you read Grant Morrison's Justice League and it's distracting that it's not iconic Superman. And I feel like Superior Spider-Man is being handled in such a way that it's not going to be distracting to go back and read this later because it's so close to the traditional Spider-Man as Peter Parker that right. you really could just go, oh, he did seem a little bitchier. I just mm. thought it was, you know, but then it the could be again. Like I'm noticing these little time things. It yeah. could be a different Spider-Man. It yeah. could be Peter Parker from another timeline. Yeah, I don't know. That's that. That'd be kind of crazy if if Bendis went all Reign of the Spider-Man or whatever the, the, his thing with Miles Morales. I mean, if he if he really started pulling in other alternate dimension shit, this is getting a little crazy. I don't know, but it could happen. Um, so that's of course Age of Ultron. So up to issue two, basically everybody's on the run, and oh god, Cap's got a plan. Because he's got his little shattered shield. I don't want to be here anymore. I just want to go back to the 1940s when everything cost a nickel. And you can beat your wives. And then, and you know, the colors knew where they were supposed to be. Wow. I love that. You've been thinking about this a little bit, haven't you? I just, uh, I, I saw that panel. I'm just like, you schmuck. <laughs> You work Cap should be Cap. I know Cap should be Cap. Yeah, a little bitch. So, um, what do you guys think about the all new X Men right now? Brilliant. Uh, How was last episode? How was that (laughs) ending? Gee, I got this. Don't worry, I took care of it. I was like, oh, you psycho bitch, you psycho with the hair, with the bouffant, with the the way Marquez drew it. Oh my god, it was beautiful. You know, the funny thing is that issue. The first like six pages of it, the angel, angel, tat, tat, I liked I it. I was bored out of my mind. Well, oh, I loved it. Them like bouncing off each other, and angel going, "I'm psycho in the future." <laughs> yeah, but but as soon as the Avengers show up, that book takes Kitty oh, and, and Rob, Bobby. The oh my best. god! The so basically, best. I haven't read this. Uh, again, I hope you're not uh, bothered by spoilers because we've been spoiling the hell out of this. Uh, the Avengers show up to the mansion, or not the mansion, the school. And um, uh, hey, Bobby, fire learning. thank you. Uh, Bobby and Kitty are sitting there, and uh, Hank has walked up to Captain America to talk about what's going on and how how dare you bring them to the, from the past to the future, blah blah blah. Because they they're just finding out, the vendors are just finding out that the all the original X Men are there. So 
the way they tell the story is they have Bobby and Kitty doing the dialogue it's back so and forth. And it's brilliant, <laughs> but so funny. But yet, it's what they're saying, basically. And, it's spot and, on. You know, what people, obviously, because sometimes you forget, like Bendis wrote Avengers for years. He knows what they would say better than anybody else would. And he's so, a huge X-Men. Like, I didn't realize this until I started listening to him doing interviews. He is a huge X-Men fan. Lo- mm-hmm. Knows, went back, I mean, has a grasp on all of it. So, I mean, writing writing the X-Men is not, uh, it's, it's a labor of love for him. Um so anyway, it was fantastic. It was, it was it was funny, and I love when uh, even when Scott went up to him and did the apology, and Wolverine, mm-hmm. who hates him, yeah. turned around and was like, "Good job." No, yeah, young Scott comes up and is like, "Look, dude, I'm sorry." Blah blah blah, you know, whatever, and 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 apologizes kind of for his future self. Now let's jump to Uncanny X Men number three, which featured the hottest rendition of Magneto I've ever seen. Oh, Big Daddy. With Your daddy's sexy, Wanda. Seriously, sexy. <laughs> with uh, armless uh, whatever outfit he has oh, in sort of a white. And... I mean, I've never been that excited about Magneto before. It he... depends. Some people draw him, he looks like a little old man. Some people draw him like, look at me. Well, and what's shocking, too, in the story sense, basically, you have kind of a sort of a reverse of what's happening with uh, Wolf or um, all new X Men. You actually have Scott current day and Emma and his little band confronting the Avengers, and like Emma was brilliant when yeah. she read for you know, all of the Avengers of it's your fault this happened. You that split ha- the Phoenix Force, Tony Scott. You made it Tony uncontrollable, Tony, um, Tony Stark. Stark. You made it uncontrollable for us. You made it a hostile environment. And even Hawkeye was like, "Well, yeah, you kind of did." Yeah, you know the Avengers are like, "Oh yeah." You and then did, they're yeah. about to shut down and take Scott into custody. And uh, what's her chick? Just time bubble. Boop. You're uh, done. She's like, "I don't know what I did." Oh my god. <laughs> I kind of like her. And I then, like Bubble Boy who makes those big point. pimples. <laughs> so basically, speedball or whatever. I, yeah, speedball. He's totally speedball. So um, I don't know why they just didn't do that, but um, I guess he's not a mutant. Um, Magneto, as the traitor, basically coughed up to everything he had been doing and was like, "Yeah, here's why I did it." Is he? Well, See, I don't know. I think he's playing I both still, sides. He's playing both sides. I think he just wants his. He wants to be the leader again. Yeah, of everything. Yeah, he's I mean, done, done with Scott, and he wants to take back over. Yeah, so he's playing both sides against the middle. I mean, it's 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 ob- Well, I don't know. I'd say it's I obvious. He's gonna play them against each other. Yeah, to be and at the winner, he'll come out as the winner. But it's so funny how upfront he was. He's like, "Yeah, I did this." Oh, and an idiot wouldn't, or what is it, like a child couldn't figure out you were the traitor, which a lot of people, when that was revealed, they're like, oh, of course it's Magneto, you know? Right. That was kind of meta, um, which I found out some people don't always understand what we mean by meta. Um, sort of commentary on Who people reading Who are those people? It. I don't know. Crazy people. Um, but so... Uh, White people. <laughs> did you guys read Wolverine and the X-Men? Yes, I did. See, I'm not a big Wolverine Origins person. Oh, I don't no, I really know. I Scanned it. But, well, it had Ramon Perez's art. So I hope you at least enjoyed that. Someone get the baby wipe so Brian can clean himself up. And listen. the KY, don't forget to start listen. Kidding, rub it out. Listen. <laughs> listen. We should have like porn music in the back every time it says Ramon Perez. No, <laughs> he's a good artist. <laughs> 
in a year or two, you got he is going to be the bee's knees. Of he, okay, our he'll world. be the bee's knees, but still, you still want to masturbate every time you mention his name. It's, you say it with so disgusting lust. It's it's okay. We all have our fantasies about yeah, different Jimenez. artists. Phil Jimenez, what? Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Even Pat called me out on it the other night because I don't even remember how it came up. Oh, I was talking about Wolverine the X Men. I said you were masturbating about... and said Ramon Perez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ramon. Oh, oh, sorry. No. Um, but no, he even made a joke about how I blah blah blah. I'm like, no comments. Over there. I know. So um, <laughs> I actually got Ramon got to do because he does a um, very like shady kind of sketchy pencil style and that was how they did the origin era backstory of dog which i guess is wolverine's older brother came, didn't he come from a different time thing yeah and then that's the whole weird He's been thing bouncing through time bouncing right. through time they t- tied in the time diamonds from, from jason, jason aaron's, aaron's earlier astonishing ex uh spider-man and wolverine yeah, or whatever that's what aaron said so that was kind of cool like from. to tie that back in but um, that's yeah, what he was jumping from. I era. still don't necessarily love the way they're they're inking or, or uh, coloring this. It, it's weird. Like when it's not Ramon's sketchy, whatever. It just doesn't look I as guess good. Ramon didn't color this one. No, 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 <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. I forgot who did. But um, I just it doesn't doesn't pop as well as like Tale of Sand, which Oral you just read Tale of Sand. Yeah, is it not just ridiculously good? And yeah, it's beautiful, it's brilliant. Um. Hell, even his Gods of Mars stuff he did that was really yeah, good. Yeah, just so. never never read Tale of Sand when you're a little depressed. Because I... <laughs> well, because... I, okay, complete side note tangent. Um, Tale of Sand was great. I loved it. But I am very unnerved by cyclical... Yes. Like things. This is the song that never that doesn't ends. bother me, but being trapped in this cycle forever is is like my definition Sam of hell. Sarah, which yeah. is why I cannot watch uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day makes me so uncomfortable. Doesn't he eventually get out of it? It doesn't matter. Huh? It's just I just can't. You just feel that yeah. oppressive circular. Uh huh. Huh. Um. But anyway, it's a good issue. The next issue is interesting because it's going to be basically dog taking the. Uh, X kitties through the Savage Land, which would be interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, what do you guys think of the White Party? Avengers number seven. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, why do you want White, white Party? party you know, the White Party. I mean, what? I, I, now, I will admit, I'm not a big uh, circuit boy, so I don't quite know what the White Party is all about. If you so, have to ask, you'll never know. Exactly. The white parties are fabulous. Are they? What the fuck is the deal with the white event? What is it? I, other than New Universal and universe, uh, New Universe and Star Brand and what? What? What is it? Did you, Eric? Tell are you telling me with your mouth full of something that is at least food in this case? Why? What what was the deal with the the Marvel New Universe stuff? Like I don't I didn't read it. It was terrible back in the day. Yeah, um, I I never liked it. Okay. I never. It's, I think Warren Ellis tried to revitalize New it, Universe. But never finished it. No, you're right. That was the thing. It was terrible. And why they're doing it again? I have no idea. Well, I think Hickman's trying to find a way to make it work. Well, let me tell so, you. And so far, he's keeping in continuity. Avengers is okay. New Avengers is one well, for me that kicks ass. Oh, New Avengers is fantastic. I think it's so much merge. better than Avengers. They're going to merge. Oh, you, you can see it. It's, it's playing throughout all of it. Even yeah, Secret yeah, Avengers, yeah. you see that in the back. It's all going to become uh, everybody. I 
I think it's great. Like, I never read any of the New Universe stuff. I never read any of it at all. Let me but get you Spitfire. Let me bring you my star brand that I had. I had them all. Did you really? Not. I did. But, it was John like, Byrne back in the day. He was oh, a shit. wow. Like, to me, it all makes sense. To me, it's just it's just big idea of, you know, we have all these wonders and humanity has gotten to the point where it should evolve. Like, this world. The super flow. Whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. This world should ascend. But something so traumatic has happened in the multiverse that it's all just crashing down around each other. So instead of elevating to this, to this, like almost deified state, they're forced to turn on each other, like like rabid animals. Like every, it's every multiverse for themselves. Instead of trying to save the multiverse as a whole, like even the Avengers, the most high-minded people, or or the Illuminati, are just like. Fuck everybody else. No. We're going to fix it. And, and they don't care. But what about if this is their ramifications for destroying the Phoenix? If this is what the Phoenix was keeping apart, all of this. That'd be interesting if they tie that in. If they, they say there's going to be ramifications, what if this is one of them? Could now be. all these universes are starting to collide onto each other. Yeah. So what the Star Brand, evidently, which I remember the Star Brand a little bit, and I, I knew Universal or whatever. Um, I think they even brought the star brand in. Quasar got the star brand at one point way back in the day. I don't remember. But the new star brand may or may not be a good guy. That was cool. You see all these little sequences of the different you know character interactions at this one school, and you don't notice the guy in the back who's being like kind of jilted, yeah. and he's the one that gets the star and brand. Every single, and then they do that flashback. That, that was, was cool. inspired. Hmm. I I mean literally, you know, as much as I love my, me some Ramon Perez, John Hickman. From a writer perspective, is the guy who I would just you know take one for the team. You know, whatever. and the thing oh, is, that's I, the team or for yourself, you selfish bitch. <laughs> I um, the team of me. You know, <laughs> like I, I, I think that was the the best issue of Avengers that has come out so far. Yeah. Um, and like I, I saw the trope coming. Yeah. And so I tried to study like each really? panel as much. Yeah, as much okay. as possible. I totally was blindsided. But yeah, no, he didn't. He's just trying. To no, no, because I'm I'm looking at each of them, like uh-huh. each of the people uh-huh. in the foreground. Lies. I'm just like lies. No, I'm like, lies. Is it going to be the guy who's arguing <laughs> with the his jock? Dad? Is, is it, it the, the jock? Yeah, is yeah. it the jock's friend? Is it the girl? Is it the uh, like the couple? And you realize no, it's the one person that you tried to look for and you couldn't find. Yes, Waldo. The one in the back. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it was. I never caught it. I was, I mean, literally, though, that was just. Oh, but I did like when they went back and they re showed you that panel. You're like, oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Now, I know there has been some mixed opinions on cable and X Force. <laughs> garbage. No. <laughs> it says it it's right in the title. Garbage. What did Cappy say? Hopeless. It's hopeless. Hopeless. <laughs> I'm say right now. That's, that's what I've always said no, about him. The newest hopeless. issue redeems it. Because I get what they're doing. It's the A team. Cable that and the A team. Cable is B not B A Brock, uh Hannibal. Yeah, no, I get that. That's awesome. I love that. No, no, I completely get it. Why is it still so shitty? This last issue was hilarious. You had Nemesis, Dr. Nemesis and you had um Forge 
building don't tell me don't building tell me. that fucking giant scorpion that robot was battle awesome that was domino so funny. domino domino had sex singing, with colossus yeah and she told to metal up shots by lmfao oh, whatever this book is terrible no. you know what this book needs to be it needs to be extreme x-men because that's a good book that's a funny oh. book, and it and it's it, been canceled, right? Okay, but yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know what? It was it it was fun while it lasted. I have I I enjoyed myself reading that book. It wasn't high science. It wasn't like meant to be fun. stellar. It was fun. There's nothing fun about uh, Cable I, 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 I have to agree. I can't find anything good about I Cable really and I really like this last issue redeemed everything that had been kind of crappy. But I lo- and I love Salvatore Rocca his artwork, and I just can't stand this book. I think it's a little awkward at times. I preferred him on Iron Man. I still would like to know what the fuck did the Phoenix Force do to Colossus? We still don't know. No, we don't. Everybody has else got mutated because of the Phoenix. He has that outfit now. Well, yeah. And Cable said I had to give you. It shuts off his power in one issue or something. Yeah, like that. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it does. So I. I. I like I said, this last issue redeemed it for me. So I'm excited. Mm, great. Mm. But uh, you so know, you and six other people in the tri-state area. <laughs> as long as Cable has a place in the Marvel, you, I don't care. Oh, where great! It is, really. We got action comics this week. You know, it's people <laughs> like you uh, are the reason we get books like <laughs> Avengers X Sanction. Oh fuck that! I hated that book. I hated that book. That was terrible. But uh, Jeff Loeb did do better with Nova, as we talked last week. Now, uh, I do have to mention. Oh, oh, hold that thought. Oh, what? Uh, Guardians comes out in two weeks. Everyone needs to pick it up. You know? It's it's. Did you read fantastic. the uh, Infinite, the one they just put out with the origin? Of, not the origin, but it's basically Drax, and Peter Quill comes and recruits him to come back to the Guardians? No. This is a Marvel, event, uh, a Marvel uh, Infinite, their webcomic series, mm. free on Comixology, and it's awesome. Like, okay. It's, it's Oming, uh, who does powers with him, uh-huh. and does the art. The art's a little dodgy. I'm not thrilled by it. But it's the infinite style, so it's not like your traditional digital comic. It actually has like sort of a flow to it. Yeah, that is kind of cool. So it's like a, almost like a motion comic without as much motion. Okay, makes sense. Um, but no, I'm excited about um, Guardians. Actually, very excited, more than I, I had been. But you were saying, um, Jean Grey's Apocalypse. What the. <laughs> there was like the two solicitations. One issue, she's making out with Al Wolverine. I'm like, oh, how cute. And second. And the second is she's fucking Apocalypse. She takes the Apocalypse. From Age of Apocalypse, she takes the Apocalypse power from Wolverine. And is it like her doing like as a sacrifice kind of but thing? But see, no, that's why I, I don't, don't understand. Like that, no, she doesn't take it from Wolverine. Wolverine has already been stripped of it. Stripped by who? Um, it, it's, it's what happened in um, Age of Apocalypse. They finally beat it and they're... They're using it as, like, a weapon of mass destruction. Just in case anything should happen, uh-huh. like, the humans have the apocalypse power oh, contained. okay. And I think that that's how she gets it. So she basically has the jaw thing and is, is apocalypse. Okay. Eh. So this is, if you wipe me of the Phoenix Force, then I want to become apocalypse? Am I that hungry for power? No. <laughs> you... Am I that power hungry? Yeah. Well, you're always that cock hungry, so I assume. Oh, well, must be. Well, the truth doesn't hurt me, honey. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some DC. Now, I was very interested in how Rot World was going to wind up. Oh god, and we'll, we'll we'll come back for the uh, the sad news. So, although Rot World's pretty sad too. So basically, they kill off Buddy Baker's son, mm-hmm. the little guy with the mullet, Cliff. That's kind of fucked up. I mean. 
the family was so important to Buddy Baker as the Animal Man, and they take the family and they stab it in the heart with a death. And like I would have thought, well, maybe they'll kill um, a little wing or whatever. But she's kind of supposed to be the next big, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, so Rot World gets undone. All that's you know whatever. But Cliff, I think actually didn't he like kind of jump in there and sort he of save, save his dad? Save his dad. So he died a hero's death. But uh, yeah, I was kind of sad. It was, it was a little sad. Yeah, because everything. I look at it this way. I have my issues with Rot World because it, it lasted far too long. Yeah, it did. Um, I I liked it the way it ended in both books because they they each lost something. Oh yeah, Alec Holland will never be human again. Oh well, let's like, talk about that too. So yeah. Swamp Thing, very interestingly, after he had always or well, Alan Moore did it. Swamp Thing was never like he wasn't human. He was the memory of the human in a plant body, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, and then he, we, the New Fifty Two and uh, Brightest Day actually was a human again, brought back, and then as a plant sort of manifestation. But he was still human in mm-hmm. underneath it all. Well, that's gone. So he's back to being a plant elemental, you know, warrior. And then he loses the love of his life because no. she takes on the mantle of the uh, the rot. That was sad. I mean, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so there's a definite sense of loss in both of these books, which for a major event like Rot World was supposed to be, it's good that there are ramifications and yeah. loss from it. So it's not just status quo. Um, although I'm not very excited that Snyder's leaving Swamp Thing. You know, I might drop it. Sam, give it a shot. I'll give it. A, I'll give it at least an issue. I, I I listen to the guy. I listen to the writer. I can't remember his name. I just from what I'm seeing, from what he said in the interview and the solicits, I'm like. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to do this. It's okay, but I'll, I'll try one issue. I promise you that. But Lemire is staying on um, Animal Man, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. Um, I'm excited for Constantine. I'm mixed about that because Lemire, so. Justice League Dark was Lemire, and it's been mm, it's okay. Oh, I like it. I, I haven't a lot. I haven't. World totally turned me on. Thank God, like I skipped over the bad. And it wasn't she, bad. It was just not great. The first I started with what was it? 13, I think, and then I went back. No, I was, I think. Do so you like the stuff they're you doing now? with zero. With the world with zero, that's, the world that's like anti-magic, and uh-huh. it's got, you like that? I, I just it. don't. I like Santana's a badass. Well, Zatanna's, no, I like Zatanna. I always love Zatanna. Um, all the reading her backwards is fun. Well, they're they're giving an origin to the books of magic. They're giving an origin to magic in general. Yeah. It's like midichlorians to me. I just don't, I don't. Listen, you and the t- sound. I'm serious. Is that what Damien sounds like when he does that? I don't know. Well, we're not going to know now because he's dead. I don't care. (gasps) Shut your mouth. The only Robin that I've actually kind of liked, and I don't care for Robins anyway. Like, I don't hate them. But the only Robin I actually cared about is Tim Drake because he's the gayest of all the Robins. He really is the gayest Robin. You're right. I really would hope they would have did a Superboy Tim Drake Slash Vic. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, that was. Yeah, he lost. Pretty hot. Spoiler died. He didn't give a shit. This one happened. He didn't give a shit. Superboy dies. He has to clone him. He breaks down and cries every five minutes back before the reboot. I've seen a lot that of stuff on get. Queer Geek, which is an awesome Tumblr. Uh, if you check out queergeek.tumblr.com, um, they have a lot of Slash Vic with Connor and uh, Tim. Oh, so, shocked. Well, yeah. then they do like a splashing waterfall with them and Bunker and. Ooh, yeah, and it was speedos and the waterfall, and I was like, "Wow, this is even." Is Lobdell gay? Who the hell? Lobdell like a- needs to stop writing. Well, 
please, please. You got to get Bob Harris out of D.C. for that to happen. So um, I really was sad because I really enjoyed Damien's development. And I, I love agree. Grant Morrison, of course. We all know this. Yeah. And I love what Batman Incorporated is doing. I'm kind of shocked that such a major event happened in this book that a lot of people wrote off as like sort of not continuity. Well, they had to make it relevant. Well, I don't. I think somehow. I think Morrison decided to do this on his own. I don't think they said. I think this hey, make just, it relevant. I know? think if you think if you really look at it, it's just a continuation of his Batman Incorporated. They just made him renumber it. Oh yeah, really? no, of course and it that's is. All of course it, was, it is. You know, of course it is. But people were saying like, well, but such and such, so he's not in continuity and blah blah blah. And then to have this happen, and now all these issues as like the requiem for Robin, which. Uh, Batman and Robin, Batman or, oh. gorgeous. Oh my god! I need to Ripped actually go see if his heart. art is for sale because some of those panels were just amazing. I mean, the, how the artist told that story oh, was so, so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, I really, I felt for Alfred. I really felt for Bruce, who I can give a sh- crappy ass shit about. But I really felt that he actually was motivated. And then oh the letter. Gosh. That one panel with the letter. Oh, the letter. That just ripped out my heart. Oh, God. Don't and say then, a word, Oral. And, and, then, and then the Batman <laughs> Batman issue, which was mostly about Harper Row, whatever. Ugh. It was still... I like Harper. Uh, I like her, too. I love her gay brother. Um, I really like how her dad calls her Harpo. And all I could think of, <laughs> you told uh-huh. Harpo to beat me. Um, <laughs> or Harpo, who this woman? Um, <laughs> what is that? Are you what? Color I mean, I purple. Oh, I haven't seen color purple. You've never seen the color purple? No. Jesus really? Christ! Have Listen. some dignity. What dignity? I admitted to it. I'm sorry. I just um I, no, like color purple. Oprah I gotta see Winfrey. Oprah squatting in a whatever field she does in that movie. She really doesn't like. There's a no. There's a video clip. They play it on Talk Soup or the Soup all the time. Well, yeah, or squatting but, in the woods or squatting in the field or something. Yeah, kind of. But nobody really pays attention. I'm just saying. That. But no, like it's. It's, That's as much as I've seen. Oh, sorry. It is so much. Yeah. I miss Black it's History so Month much. this year. My God. <laughs> I just... What? How could you not watch The Color Purple? I will watch it. I just haven't. It's really it got screwed me. over in the Academy Awards. Well, screwed over in my, uh, my video collection. Out of Africa. Oh, is that what won that year? A bunch yeah. of white people. Well, that's ironic. That's kind of funny, actually. You know, seriously, Out of Africa wins the the Academy Award, but nobody gives a Wait, fuck about a- Out of uh, Africa. Meryl Streep was in it? Was it Meryl Streep? Mm-hmm. White people. White people. But Meryl Streep. Uh, I dare goddamn tee you right now. There are like six, probably like six million people in this country watching The Color Purple. Yeah. Every day, someone is watching The Color Purple. I believe that. You know who's watching out of Africa? Nobody. My mom and dad had it on VHS. They didn't have color purple. Ladies, can we focus? On oh, all right. Fine. This was a delightful diversion. But let's get back to the important thing, which is Damien's death. Damien's death. And uh, Harper Rowe, the gay brother, Harpo, that's how we got there. Um, is, is, is Harper the next Robin? I don't know. That's Aaron's little, but it doesn't look like... It's different. No, I I don't know. It's very much kind of like um, the the Batman uh, Return of the Dark Knight uh, girl girl the, the red Carrie yeah kind of like sort of a, that element where it's a reluctant like he doesn't want to take another Robin he's like screw this I've just had one get killed why would I want to do this but she's really insistent hacks the Wayne Tower to show resolve or not was it was resolve she or? didn't hack it she asked Bruce to do it. 
Oh, I think she hacked it. No, I mean she she found a way to trace him. Uh-huh. She can hack, but she didn't hack it. Oh, well, she hacked it anyway. But I love the fact there's a gay brother. Any good gay characters is is always great, and it's a Shirtless original character. Winchesters, of course. <laughs> what? That seems like you know. I put some of your favorite episodes of apps of um. Supernatural. Supernatural on the computer. It's like shirtless Winchesters, of course. Guess you never saw Supernatural. No, Too I didn't. Hot, I didn't. Did. Fucking gorgeous boys. Oh. Yum. Mm-hmm. Yum. Uh, Red Robin. And every so, episode we watch, me and my husband's like, they have to take a shower. They need to shower. <laughs> Are we a big fan of the uh, end of the Jeff Johns era of Green Lantern? Nope. I don't know. When it gets good, I'll let you know. <gasps> but but here's the thing. I I. I am not the biggest Green Lantern fan. I read it. Mm-hmm. At times, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. This this ending is not for me. Really? And it's, it's not for us. It's for everyone who has followed Jeff Johns and his vision from beginning to end. But uh-huh. not really, because I have. And But the last episode of, uh, last issue of Green Lantern, the new artist, and they went, I loved the, the whole art concept yeah. that they did when they were in the, what are they in the Book of the Ring? They're know. in the book. Say the Book of Black. They're in the Book of yeah. Black. Yeah, in terms of... It's no. totally the art is totally different. Yeah, because they had really a different artist dark and dark. And and, I like that. Yeah. And then when it was outside the book, it was normal. Right. So I like that back and forth. But it's, I don't know. It's just I do like because somebody at one point predicted that Hal Jordan would be the greatest blackest uh, black lantern they've ever had. It was the book. No, was that the book? That the book. And this is what's coming true. That's kind of cool. I love Jeff Johns doing those like teasers about what's to come, and then that's one of them. And now we're gonna see it. That's kind of cool, but you know, it's it's the sacrifice. Yeah, it's it's the I saw it in Harry Potter. I've seen it a billion times. Yeah, well, he's not I've seen it on Golgotha. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, ooh, going Jesus on us there. Yeah, I mean, it's like, is he gonna pull a Bendis? Is he gonna retcon bringing back Hal Jordan? Well, Still hate the wasp, dude. Do you know they've released the solicitations for Green Lantern? I mean, they've basically spoiled this like rotten. So I, I won't say it because, again, this is solicitations. We shouldn't, you know, you should enjoy the experience unspoiled. It hasn't come out, but um, Hal Jordan will be just fine, I think. I'm sure. I think so. Sinestro, on the other hand, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. I love Sinestro. Do you really? Yeah, I really do. Oh, my God. What was I reading the other day? Oh, there's a Justice League of America um, thing. It was like four issues. Sinestro is getting chased around. I actually gave this away last night in the land and the raffle. I just went to like a, a, a Three Stooges. And I'm running and look, Scooby Doo running in and out of doors. Oh my god! Slam, slam. <laughs> I had no idea how pathetic Sinestro used to be portrayed. He was such a little wuss, and like, I should go to the Midwest. They have a place called Chicago or some bullshit, crazy, terrible dialogue. And I just had no idea. He was terrible. He was really he Jeff Johns. Terrible. For what yeah. all the complaints we've had about how he just hasn't left or soon enough, he has made Je- uh, Lee Sinestro a bit of a badass. Oh my god! Like, I made fun was. of Sinestro and thought he was the lamest character until I read the Sinestro Corps War. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. he's psychotic. So the modern incarnation is nothing like the old school one, who was yeah. just just a joke with the blue, with the weird, oh color. the clownish, yeah. the sort of jester. Oh god. Um... I think DC otherwise is, you know, doing its thing. I don't think there's any... Action Comics hasn't come back out since the last time we got into it. Thank God the finale. Thank God. Because, you know, I'm dropping that like a bad habit as soon as Diggle I'm kind of excited for Diggle to try it. I like Diggle's snapshot, the little indie book he's doing. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get maybe a Superman I can understand. Oh. 
boring. Wonder Woman still been great. Yeah, Aquaman mm. still cool. The, the 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 whole Atlantis thing was cool. Yeah, Atlantis it ended fun. well. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know what's next. I'd like to see Mira join uh, the Justice League. She to might. take uh, Arthur's place. Yeah, that might be cool. I think that would be badass. Um, yeah, I don't know what else is coming. Well, okay. The uh, the whole did we talk about this last episode? The Dark Side's daughter. We, right, we did right last Pandora? episode. Oh, I don't think no. Dark Side's daughter. No. Oh, oh, for Bob. yeah, yeah. Do we think it's who do we think it is? Big Barter. Okay, I think we did talk about it. Right? Didn't we? I think we talked. I, I don't know, know if it was here or at the we store. talked. Well, I, see, what gets confusing for me is I'm also on Comic Bears, and I know we talked about it there, and there was a whole multi-state uh, covers, and we got into all that. Um, but yeah, vibe actually was pretty cool, and then the ending. Oof. Yeah. Big Barda. I love. I mean, you know me. I have Big Barda and Mister Miracle figurines, like the tall ones they did like a couple years ago. I would be thrilled, especially if they did a cool re uh, envisioning of that outfit, but not too mm-hmm. different, but sort of like modern. Oh, I'd be excited. I like my tall woman. So, I guess that's it. Um, so, MegaCons this weekend again. Ooh, if uh, we're successful, we'll maybe have a few little uh, extra little things here. Uh, after and this. since I get to pee next to famous people, maybe I could pee next to Dean Kane. No oh, God! <laughs> oh my God! Pat is so excited about Dean Kane. I didn't realize that he had a thing for him, and I'm like, you know, Dean Kane's. Or I think he found that Dean Kane was going to be there, so I know we'll be going to see Dean Kane at least. Uh... Okay. Uh huh. No, it's completely off the show. Uh huh. <laughs> no, we will talk about. I you will find out what I need to talk about. All right. All I right. just don't want to broadcast it Are to the world. Are we going to go smoke some, uh, with, uh, what's his name? What? Like last year. Remember, who was it that went up and like, Parker Lewis. Oh my God, Parker I Lewis. just got high with Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis, what? and I asked no. Oral, I was like, Oral, now would be falling off the wagon if I got high with a celebrity? <laughs> I didn't smoke. I don't do drugs. I didn't say you did. I said somebody we know. Yes. Or missed the opportunity. You missed the opportunity. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, I missed the opportunity. We were but, offered. Uh, yeah, but I, I, you know, not that I endorse doing drugs. I will yeah. never endorse uh, uh Endorse doing drugs, but, but if an attractive celebrity offers you drugs, if you Dean, might want to take a second thought. If, I wanted to. You wouldn't let me. If Dean Kane asked me to snort coke off his ass, oh, then there's a maybe. Well, no, he's not Superman anymore. I don't care. It's Dean Kane. <laughs> well, he was known for Superman. I'm kind of interested to see what he looks like now because it's been Google a few it, years. honey. Google it. Oh, is it bad? No, it's not. Picture. It's not bad. Oh, it's I, not bad. Great. He looks good with clothes. But. I'd probably be more attracted to him though. He's yeah. no Val Kilmer. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh, God. I haven't seen what he looks like. Oh, oh I gotta Google some people. Bad. All right. Uh, On uh, that note, since we don't have uh, our usual um, show ender here, oh, is that why today has been such a pleasure? Yeah, it's, it's actually been nice. It's we why we're actually boring tales in between. We're under an hour and a half right now. So yeah. Awesome. Oh, should I tell a story that makes lefts and rights that nobody listens? <gasps> Wow. <laughs> Under the bus. Wow. Seriously. Wow. I didn't think we so. We love the Q. And on that note. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Who Ooh. loves the Q? You may have this whole like dream fantasy of him being a nice person, but in reality, a heinous bitch is still a heinous bitch. And with that, everyone, flame off. <laughs> 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Pat, your favorite talking bearskin rug. And even though the boys of Flame On recorded this episode just before MegaCon kicked off, I'm here to tell you that we had some wild and crazy adventures for that three-day weekend. And the boys will be back next month to share all those stories with you. But in the meantime, here's where you get to be a part of the show. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Flame On Show, and leave us some comments telling us about your wild and crazy adventures at MegaCon. And who knows, maybe we'll use your story on the next episode. So until then, thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, The Ones in the Blue Box, A Comic Shop, Nerdapalooza, and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us. Reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. You guys watch the goat videos where the goats? Sc- no, no. I love them. You don't like the goats? <laughs> okay, this this is this is what happens. This is what happens every time. Oh, when yeah. whenever whenever there's a party going on at my house, parties always go down south whenever YouTube opens up, and then it becomes a Pandora's box where it's hey, let's watch this video, and then it just becomes a nonstop stream of hey, let's watch. This You're video. so right. You're so right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 